I work in the field of education, mm-hmm. and um, we were coming down here to Springfield to the courthouse to demand that we get some satisfaction about some of these politicians who keep voting against what we want them to vote for, especially when it comes to mm-hmm. marijuana and other things like that, drugs in particular. And I told Linda I was coming down. Uh, I had talked to her on the phone. I had never met her. and uh, But she was a mom, one of the basketball, we're the MPBP, Mothers of Professional Basketball Players. So, so when I came down, she said, well, I'll come and I'll meet you. And I'm like, okay, that's so nice, you know, because I've never even met her before. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because uh, she didn't know what I looked like. I didn't know what she looked like. Well, I get to the parking lot where we parked, and this tall lady was coming toward me. And it was several other women with me. She came straight up to me. And I said, how'd you know me? She said, because oh, your son looked just like you. I said, and I know your son, and he looked just like you. We knew the sons, and the mom's faces looked just oh, like the son's faces. So That's awesome. And we've been friends ever since. Awesome. She came to help support my efforts mm-hmm. in, in stopping the situation that we're still having in this poor state. It's getting ready to go down. Sure. So if you don't mind, do you want to get into that a little bit? What, what were you actually talking about, like the situations? Making uh, marijuana legal, mm-hmm. recreational marijuana sure. legal. And they, they, don't, they don't understand the ramifications of it. They think that it's going to bring so much money. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, it's going to be cheaper on your taxes. All they have to do is just go to Colorado and Washington State, and they will see what's happening. The homeless population has quadrupled. And the, um, I mean, I hate to call people drug addicts, you know, because they don't like to use that term anymore, but it's like a festive. It's just, it's, just, it's in, infested the whole area. Mm-hmm. My son just went to, just moved to uh, Spokane mm-hmm. to uh, coach yeah. and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. And my daughter-in-law called and said, Mom, it's like, Drug addicts, people, and homeless people all over this place. Mm. And you, now you know they're not living in that kind of a place. Right. But she says, everywhere you go, though, that's what you see. Mm. I said, oh, you know why, don't you? And she says, no, what is it? I said, because Washington and Colorado were the first ones to legalize recreational marijuana. So people started leaving their states, flooding out there, flooding to those places, just so they can smoke freely. And it has made them lose everything hmm. and caused the population to just escalate wow. into nothing but people that are high every day. Yeah. Your concern and care about that leads me to this question that you kind of alluded to earlier. You said you were in education. Uh-huh. Um, how did you get into education? Oh, my goodness. Well, when I went to Illinois State University, actually, my major was theater. Oh. Because I wanted to be, well, I was a singer, uh, a jazz singer professionally, pretty much, you know, uh, primarily a jazz singer, but I did sing other songs as well. But, um, you know, when you meet somebody who you think is going to be your <clears throat> lifetime person, mm-hmm. things kind of change. I felt like, well, I don't know if I'm really going to do a whole lot with this theater thing and then you all, you're all in love, and you get married, and you have a child, and 
now you think education sounds more. And when my daughter was um, actually, I, I graduated with, my degree was in education, early childhood, but I didn't really want to pursue it as much until I had my daughter. Okay. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I became a early childhood teacher, I became a kindergarten teacher, and I oh, did wow. that for 12 years. And then I'll tell you what happened. During that time, I had so many students that had such difficulties in learning, learning disabilities and Mm -hmm. things like that. And in most cases, it was because of drugs, because of their parents and because of coming into this world as an infant, having to be detoxed. Several, several students had to be detoxed as infants when you get their, uh, you know, reports and you see now you know. Now you know why they're acting out in the classroom in the in the ways that they are acting out. So that made me think of doing something different. Mm-hmm. And uh, when this job came up, they written a grant in my uh, in my county for prevention. And I read what it was about. I was like, hmm. Now I know I can help make an impact in early childhood, but that's just with the students. Now, maybe I can make an impact with the whole family. Mm. So that that's what made me go into the prevention. And I went back and got a master's in health education. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I mean, you had to learn all the drugs and what they do. Mm-hmm. And then you have to also learn how to talk to the parents and get their trust, yeah. build their trust. Right. Yeah. And I've been doing that ever since. I did it for 30 years. And when we're talking about, um, you're talking about drugs and hardcore drugs and things like that, or just drugs, period. Drugs, period. Now, we're... Um, Alcohol included. Yes. So we're coming into, well, January 1st mm-hmm. here in, in our state, mm-hmm. um, the legalization of recreational use of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it's not a popular position for some, and it's not for others. Mm-hmm. So your battle, what you're telling us is, you it started when you're seeing the youth, then it's going to the parents, where some people are like, well, I don't see the harm in it, but you're also bringing up the downside of um, overpopulating a, a certain area, mm-hmm. um, homelessness rising. Yes. So, like I said, it's, not pop- it's popular and not popular in two different senses. Mm-hmm. Some people say, hey, we want it. We should be able to have it. Mm-hmm. And you're showing a different side of it because the coin does have two sides. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah, it does. I mean, like I said, alcohol mm-hmm. was the same thing, you know, yeah. years ago. What was it? Inhibitions and all of that. But yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It, it was the same thing. They legalized it. And did it stop people from becoming alcoholics? No. But did it stop people from drinking? No. But did it make people start to drink? I don't know. You know? But but my thing is, I know so many kids, and just like my own kids, it's something about that word legalization. If I'm a kid that's trying to do what I deem and what my parents deem as right, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to mess with this because I hear that it's illegal. Well, now that it's illegal, well, yeah. come on, ma, it's legal. Right. Society says changes it's okay your to do. whole changes the perspective on some things. Of well, if we think mm-hmm. about it, the Holocaust was legal, slavery was legal, 
Does that make it Does right? Does that make it right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's 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 my take. And I know, you know, I get opposition all the time. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, yep. you know, I'm, I'm still going to... Stand on yours, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You have an opinion, and you're 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 well justified in having it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the things that I've seen, uh, you know, kids being shot because of yeah. drugs, and I mean, there was a kid um, that I knew very very well, and when you actually see blood pouring out of a kid, hmm. I attended wow twenty four funerals in ninety three to ninety four. Wow, I don't think I've been to twenty four in my life. 24 years. What does that do to you as a person? You know, it's, it's two things. It can make you cold and just, you know, uh, just cold-hearted and don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. Or it can make you more determined mm-hmm. to do something about it. And so I took that I'm more determined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and whatever I can do, if I can save, you know, like they say, each one teach one or sure. each one reach one. Yeah. Ooh, you know? If I can do that, then that's what I'm going to do. And I retired last year, but guess what? I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey, that's just who I am, and that's what I'm going to do. Now, when you go home, what community do you go home to? Well, I, right now, I go home to Kendall County. Okay. And it's a county outside of Chicago. All right. So now that you say that, the listeners understand um, what you're talking about. You've been to 24 funerals. Um, the drugs and how they impact. We're talking about Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. right now, in the present. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of violence, a lot of youth violence, a lot of gun violence. So the legalization of a certain drug can can boost that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's my fear. Yeah. And that's your battle. That's my battle. We're glad you're on the battlefield. I'm glad I am, too, because I, I don't, you know, I, if I just sat back and watched it happen and did nothing... Then I felt like a failure. And what kid out there could I have helped and yeah. didn't? Right. It's, it's so interesting the way you say um, each one reach one and the two different ways you can feel. You could either do something or you could feel cold. And it's not it's not out of bounds to be cold about it. It's something that can depress you. Like mm-hmm. you said, we think about gunshots and gun violence. You experience gun violence. You may not become a, a perpetrator of that crime because of how it might affect you. Yes. Shooting at a distance is one thing, but I mean, you know, the, the impact that it has on the human body, mm-hmm. you know, the, not even just the psyche, but, you know, it's, it's, it's serious and it's, it's a problem in our community, you know? It's a problem, period, but in our community, it's on blast. Yes. And we do fundraisers to, you know, I remember one time in particular when I was working, we did a fundraiser and we raised money to buy, I think it was 200 coats mm-hmm. for kids that, you know, needed coats. Yeah. And we chose to buy them the fashion coats, the, the starter jackets, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, did I take um, at work? They were, uh, my kids don't even wear starter. That's what the staff did. Yeah. My kids don't even wear starter coats. And, and I'm like, yeah, I know. And then my boss was, well, can you, can you justify this? I said, I don't know if I can justify it to you, but um, I'm going to do my best. But I, I, in my mind, I know why we purchased the starter jackets. Mm-hmm. First of all, the kids are cold. Second of all, if we buy them the rusty 
coats, the you know, rustic, not mm-hmm. rusty, <laughs> rustic coats, regular, the, yeah. the regular coats. Not They're pool. not going to wear them. They're not pool coats. Yeah. They're not going to wear them. And then some said, well, they get beat for those starter coats sometime, too. I said, mm-hmm. But the chances of them getting beat for a coat and not wearing it at all and staying cold and getting sick, I think I'll take my, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go this route. So, and the staff were, well, my kids started wearing starter coats. I said, yeah, but your kids get a hot meal every day. Yeah, your mom. <laughs> your kids got a yeah. home to go to. Yeah. Your kids got a mom and dad there waiting on them, you know. These kids got so much less than what your kids. Why can't they have something? something. A start mm-hmm. or a coat. Right. Yeah, it's a start. Yes. I mean, you know, it, it is. Feeling good. I mean, it, practical for me and mine and someone who doesn't have the norm. You want to boost. You want to boost. I got where you were coming from with the start. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then McDonald's came in one day and gave them a whole bunch of burgers. <laughs> yeah. And it was a Friday. Monday, do you know some of the kids still had burgers in their pockets? Oh, wow. Parents hadn't even checked them or nothing. Still eating on those burgers. I cried. Yeah. I mean, some of them were turning green. In them. Mm. But that was a meal. Mm-hmm. They didn't get one at home. So mm-hmm. they saved their burgers. Wow. You're doing something powerful. Impactful. It's just, you know, it's, it's so much sadness. But, but when you see... Happiness, too, because there's joy in their faces, you know, and they enjoy coming to centers. They enjoy doing the things that we do. We bring in the athletes. My son, I tell them, and a lot of the parents say, well, we can't make these guys do anything. They're grown. They're our sons. I said, well, you can't make them, but I, hmm, I, I put emphasis on, uh, Roger, I need you to be here to talk to this group of students. And, uh, uh, okay, but. Hey, you know what I'm doing, son. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, you, you know. Speaking on your son, um, he he's been fortunate enough to play on some teams, and he's been on some teams abroad. Mm-hmm. Have you traveled abroad? I loved it. Could you give us an experience of? Oh yeah. Some some of that. The first team he played on was in Italy, and we flew to Rome, and it was at Christmas time. Oh, my goodness. And so all of us are educated. My daughter, my husband, you know, we all been in the school. So we all had that whole two weeks off. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You're talking about that was like, I mean, where else could you get that kind of uh, his plane has caused us to have so much more education just through traveling. Yeah. You know, experience is like crazy. Yeah. But that was such a joy just just being over there mm-hmm. i mean every everywhere he's played we've pretty much gone until he he got injured uh in france <clears throat> so we didn't get a chance to go to france because mm-hmm. he came home and then uh the other place he got injured in was spain so uh and he said ma i can't i can't take it anymore these injuries are too much yeah. i said hey touch your body yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're ready to call that quit, call it quits. Yep. So he went on this day one more year, played in uh, Germany. So we got to go to Germany. But one of the most, uh, oh man, most exciting adventures were was when he played in Jerusalem. Oh, wow. The Holy City. Yeah. And we got to go there for free. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> two weeks in the Holy City for free and living how you want to live because they treat them like the NBA treat the NBA players here. Is nothing like the way the European overseas. Yeah, I mean seriously, because over here the guys have to pay for everything. Over there, they don't. 
Everything they give included. them a home. They give them cars. And a salary. Yeah, a salary. Yeah, they do. And less taxes coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they don't even pay the agents as much. Well, I think they pay the agents a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because over here they have a cap on that. <laughs> 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 but it, I mean, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah, Jerusalem was, I mean, we went to the wall. We went to see Jesus where he stepped, where he walked. Mm-hmm. It was just, ah. Oh. And to stay that long and oh. right, yeah, that, that's 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 different. Two weeks to be able to yeah. actually. And that be was there. spring break. We got to go, hmm. and you know what time spring break is? Don't <coughs> mm-hmm. East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were there at Passover. Wow, what was that like? Oh my gosh! I mean, well, <clears throat> I don't have to pretend to you that I don't enjoy food. So the that bread. Put it with that bread that they twist and fix uh-huh. and bake. What is it called? Um, what is the name of that bread? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. But it is the best bread I've oh, ever wow. had in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm not a big bread eater, but that would turn you into one. Wow. Oh, my goodness. The it Jesus a, bread. The Jesus bread. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and they broke it just like, uh-huh. just like. Like breaking bread. Like yeah. breaking bread. Oh so you gosh. actually got to experience yes. what it would be like to walk in. And then yeah. the time mm-hmm. of the year. Yes. And then the uh, uh, the the malls. The malls in all these different countries. Just like you would think that, well, they're, you know, they probably don't have as much. Oh, mm-hmm. their malls are. Only thing was a little scary, though. So we first walked into the mall in Jerusalem. Beautiful malls all over the place. I think they had like 11 malls or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. In one little place. You walk in and it's like guards standing there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Different. you have to put your bags down and they go through this uh, metal detector and they warn you. And I'm like, you know, we're looking at each other. And everybody yeah. else is just walking in like, yeah. and we're looking at, so I guess they said, oh, out of towners. It was scary as that. We were the foreigners. Yeah. We were definitely the foreigners because it was like, you know, but you just go on in and take your stuff back up and go. Then church. The same thing. <laughs> You're walking to church. Yeah, yeah. God sitting there with the guns and stuff. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. A well, real I mean, shock. As, as, as crazy as that sounds, it's so necessary. Well, we're kind of having to do it now. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. My church has a police. In front of the church every Sunday. Mm. So. They're in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're in church. Mm-hmm. That is that is crazy. It's crazy. There are certain places that are off limits when it yeah. comes to certain things. It used to be. Yeah, it used to be, I should say. <laughs> that is not the be. case any longer. Mm-hmm. Nothing's yeah. off limit. No. Now it's becoming a requirement. Mm-hmm. And then, and then another thing about when um, we used to do the camps and the basketball courts and all that for the kids to come and play. <laughs> and I would sit there and observe after I take, check them in because we checked them in and check them out. And parents had to be responsible, come get their kids. Uh, there were times when they would try to drop off a two-year-old with a diaper. I, I am it. not kidding you. Wow. Like, miss, miss, <laughs> a diaper. It's daycare. Nothing but a diaper. No, this is basketball camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well. <laughs> wow. That's that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
but but you know, <laughs> you you'd have the so-called and I hate labels, but hey, that's what our society live with. The gangbangers. Mm-hmm. Well, I sat there and I thought about the gangbangers and what they were doing. They were playing basketball, and we had a hot dog truck there, and we had an ice cream truck there. And I watched and saw what they were doing. They were buying hot dogs for the kids, Uh buying ice cream for the kids. So I started thinking about it, and I'm like, now the mom and daddy weren't there. So who's taking care of the kids' needs? Community. So who do you think they're going to give their allegiance to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to know how to recruit? Feed me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Something so simple. Something so simple. It's real. Basic, even. Basic. Yeah. And you, you're exactly right. The loyalty is right there with the hot dog and the ice cream. Yeah. Because of a necessity. <laughs> so I'm five years old. My stomach... I'm hungry, and uh, whatever his name, Junebug over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just bought me a hot dog. Junebug's my man. I like him. Yeah. I like him. I like him. He's my guy. And my mom said he might not be the one, but I'm just going to listen and hear what he got to say because maybe my mom might be wrong. Yep. He's actually that's, how, so now, for you. that's how that begins. That's how it begins. Now he's got your ear. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your loyalty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I tell people they don't want to give, they don't want to give us money and everything. I'm like, we have to give kids incentives. Yeah. Yes. We have to. Because it's what Junebug is. <coughs> and we got to fight against Junebug giving incentives. Mm-hmm. We got to give incentives too. Yeah. So I give kids... Uh, Gift cards to to McDonald's and Burger King and different yeah. places like that. You got to. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, what is it? Well, you're paying them. We're not supposed to be paying them. We're not paying Taking them. Taking care of them. Taking care of Taking some care essential of a needs. Need that they have. Essential yes. needs. It's not even going above it. No. So with that being said, transfer that back to present day where we're at right now. Taking care of basic needs. Being able to be a part of um, the Thanksgiving dinner, Andre, how does that feel for you? It, hey, I need again. Mm-hmm. I see all those people walking through that door and they're happy because guess what? There'll be a bird on the table. Yeah. yeah. And it's a bird that they didn't have to go out and try to find the money for. Didn't have to beg for. Didn't have to beg for. No. Everybody's going to eat. Somebody saw a need and provided it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I come. That's awesome. How long have you been a part of this? Last year was um, my third year, my second year. So this is my third year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is our first, and we hope to be back. Yes. Yes. Is there something that you want to leave the listeners with? Hmm. Something to leave? Well, you know, all of us can do something. And don't minimize what you can do. Don't think that, well, I can't do much. Yeah, you can. Any little thing that you can do to uplift a kid or an adult's spirits and make them feel good about themselves. And, you know, don't hesitate to do it because that very person that you did that to 
may have made such a difference. And the thing about it is, see, when you do it to one person, you think that you only impacted one, but you didn't. Because that person now is going to have that feeling and he's going to see somebody and he's going to do that or she's going to do that. So it just keeps on escalating. And before you know it, if you can actually, you'll never know how many. But if you could, if you looked up and saw a list, you know how they do the one, two, three, four, slash, mm -hmm. you may have about 35 of those slashes. Wow. Or maybe more, a hundred. And you would have wondered, I don't even know these people. How did that happen? Because you did that. You don't know whose so life you touch, mm -hmm. who you impact. Who you impact. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, that's deep. And I mean, for you to say that, we go through our lives every day. And when you wake up, it's me. It's me, 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 me. I need to do this. I got to go to work. I need to be on time. And it just takes one second to look out for someone else. Yeah. And in an educational situation, you had kids to look at and saw different needs. But like uh, Charles and Todd, they don't work in a, a situation where you see a kid. You know, so it's not easy to give a need to, to fulfill a need for an adult. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it just takes that, you know, that that pay it forward, that thought maybe, mm -hmm. you know. It is. And it you're is. spreading it's good some, stuff. It's something you said. Just any little thing that you said that made them feel good, you know, or made them think differently. Yeah, because you don't have to feel good. No, think differently. Just think differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You made an impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Each one, reach one. Mm -hmm. I like that. Are there any groups or any organizations that you represent that you want the listeners to be aware of? Uh, well, the, I have a coalition that I work with. Matter of fact, I have a few. Uh, one is the Will County Substance Abuse Prevention Coalition. Another one is the Southwest Coalition, and it's for it's for substance abuse also. Uh, and of course, my church is the uh, Joliet First Assembly of God. And, um, oh, let me see, throw some more names out there. These people didn't give me permission to throw their names out. I don't care. Uh, also, Take Back the Night, which is one on domestic violence. Okay. Uh, I was the president of that last year. And so, uh, and now what, what I do, what I've always done for Take Back the Night is, you know, I'm always about the kids. So even though it's about domestic violence and it's about adults, there are kids that are in the school that's affected. Affected, definitely. So I bring the speakers to the schools, mm. even though we have the big thing where all the adults come in the evening, but during the school day, the principals let me bring the speaker into the schools. And you will not believe how many kids, when that speaker is done, come up and ask questions. Mm -hmm. Now, when they're asking questions, you know something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You're opening up that... Uh... Mm -hmm. That, that that lane for them because they usually hold on mm -hmm. and then as a child you imagine that's mommy and daddy mm -hmm. and then your parents you don't tell my business mm -hmm. so you, you're quiet mm -hmm. when, when you know something is wrong mm -hmm. yeah that's hard to tell on your parents yes. yeah you get in trouble for telling on your parents exactly. yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> crazy world we live in but yeah. we have People like you. And you. Okay. <laughs> well, we thank you for your time. We thank you for being on our show. Um, we we just wish you the most um, 
success, continue your your journey doing what you're doing. We wish, you know, Roger the, the most success as well. I was a fan, you know, of him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we thank you for, for coming down today. Thank you. Yep. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, we, we're getting ready to have the All-Star, as you know, the All-Star mm -hmm. game in February. And here I go again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring 100 kids. I'm serious. And parents. Uh, up to, and I'm, I'm still believing it. They're telling me that, well, during all-star season time, it's all about the NBA. You you can't bring any kids up here. The hotel is not going to let you. I already got a donation for uh, a bus to transport all of them up. Wow. I already got a donation for, to pay for a hotel, uh, a ball room. I just got to find uh -huh. a hotel ball room that'll let us. Mm -hmm. And I'm believing it's going to happen. Yeah. They said, oh, no, everything's booked up. No, you can't get anything during the All-Star time. That's what they say. That's who are they? they? That's what they say. Who are they? See, I, I, I believe in a person up there. You know, uh -huh. so. yeah. yeah. Who runs everything. Yeah, he runs everything. So. And, and you're doing this for the kids. And there's no stopping that. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. And there is no stopping that. And, and the moms that. are so great. They're like, we're gonna, every kid's going to leave with a bag with goodies in it. I mean, NBA goodies. And an experience yes. that they will take with them the rest of their lives. And I've done this. Uh, I've never done it with All Star because All Star is coming to Chicago. Yeah. So I'm trying to piggyback on yeah. that situation. Take but, advantage of the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But every year I've done it in my city. All right. And I bring the athletes come in and speak to the kids, and so do the moms. And the parents are there too, and good. they're asking questions too. That's good. So it's all about keeping them healthy, drug free. Free from bullying and free from being bullied. Mm -hmm. That's the new term, bullying. So yeah, heal the world. Mm -hmm. That's it. One child at a time. One child at a time. Or a hundred at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Depends yeah. on who you are and how you roll. <laughs> yeah. Bus load at a time. Yeah. Bus load at a time. Trying to bring a bus load in. Hey, do it big then. Mm -hmm. If I could get two bus loads, that'd be great. Hey, that is know. that is some good stuff. <laughs> that is good stuff right there. And I'm thankful to the schools too, because yeah. couldn't do it without. For them. sure, you, you you definitely have to work hand in hand with them. You know, working with the churches hand in hand too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, places like this, Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To be able to have a facility to have a turkey giveaway. That's right. That is big. Mm -hmm. Well, I know we already cut it off, but <laughs> I just had to throw that out. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. No, yeah, we were still going. Oh, we're still going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, this camera's done for, but well, that camera's done for, but that's always okay. On, so. Well, good. So now, if somebody hear that, they know what I'm trying to do for the All Star. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody yeah. will say, "Let's give her this uh, ballroom yeah. at the Sheridan." Yeah. Get it out there, the Sheridan yeah. in Chicago. We need a ballroom on the 15th of February. Preferably at 11 o'clock until 1. Somebody over there make that happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. We need to uh, yeah. just tell them who you are, what okay. you're about. Hi, my name is Cherry Powell. I am 
a mother of two. I have a daughter, Tara, and a son, Roger. Some of you may know him, Roger Powell Jr., who was a basketball player for the University of Illinois, graduated in 2005, and played in the CBA, that every field he could play in, he played in the NBA, all of it, overseas. So we've had our feet wet and all over basketball. And then uh, uh, also I work in the community of Will County, pretty much. And what I do is try to help keep kids healthy, keep them free from drugs and free from any kind of bad decision-making or just staying healthy and staying alive. 